0: In your own life, in your own business, not everything has to be designed every single time so that it drives perfection. Telling people exactly what they want to hear is an effective way of marketing, but it's your job as the consumer to then have a a lens and understanding around uh, the context of experience that that person is bringing to the table. Sometimes for us to move forward, we actually have to hit pause on various areas of our lives. We have to do things for ourselves, and we have to come to a place where we harness the courage to share with people who have expectations for us that we are going to make different decisions. We are going to make decisions that are not necessarily in alignment with their expectation, because ultimately it gets to be our life and it gets to be our choice. What if we could create an opportunity for people to actually grow and evolve and be healthy together, for things to be effective in your life, for you to actually reap the rewards of transformation. You have to commit. This is Impact, the podcast where we explore entrepreneurship, mindset, and health to provide you with the ingredients for an unregrettable version of your life story. Welcome to Impact. It's Megan here. We're in it now. We are like one, two, three, four, five, six, six episodes in. And I'm, I'm having so much fun. I'm having fun with the music and the sound effects and the guests and just the, just the shift in, shift in intention. I want to thank everybody who's uh, reached out to share with me their, their feedback and their insight. And if you're like, oh, wait, I can do that. You sure can. You can hit me up on Instagram. It's probably the best place to find me. in my DMs, my handle's at Dr. Megan Walker. And let me know, let me know what you've been feeling with the new version of uh, Impact. You know, I've had some people who are like, I love it, it's so much fun. And other people who are like, I can't handle the sound. And to everyone, I, I kind of give everybody the same response, which is thank you so much for for sharing how you feel. Like, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to share with me. And also for the time being, I'm going to hold course and just feel, I feel what I like and I'm okay that it's not for everybody and uh, I'm totally fine getting uh, feedback. Doesn't mean I'm going to change things, but I appreciate the, I appreciate the feedback because this really was a shift that I did for uh, for me. And while I talk to entrepreneurs all the time, and I'm like, it's, you know, it's about your customers and what they need. The shift in impact really was about me feeling reinvigorated in this as a creative outlet and I'm kind of feeling it. And so we're going to keep experimenting and some things will work and some things will stink. I'm good either way. I really wanted to have the the freedom to explore these these elements. And I really want to encourage everybody to do that. In your own life, in your own business, not everything has to be designed every single time so that it drives perfection. One of the amazing coaches in my mastermind, uh, she posted something a few weeks ago, and she just said, my goal is not, uh, Katie, this is a shout out to you, my goal is not uh, perfection in going to the gym every day this week. My only goal in getting up and doing this was momentum. And I loved that because that really is uh, what I wanted to create for myself very selfishly is I just wanted to be able to uh, drive a greater degree of momentum and excitement uh, with respect to the podcast. And it's working. Uh, it's working for me. So I'm I'm really excited about the slate of individuals coming your way. We've got some really compelling interviews that we're going to bring you through the summer and into the fall. Uh, we're working on some really amazing guests, which just takes takes some time to pull together. I mean, all my guests are amazing. You know, there's there's a lot that goes on behind uh, behind the scenes on all of these pieces. So before we moved into kind of the next slate and the next theme uh, that we are going to uh, that we're going to start to bring to the uh, to the table, I wanted to recap around some of the the ideas that have emerged. So the last few episodes has really had a focus in my mind around pulling in guests and ideas that drove us and compelled us to think outside the box. I am fascinated by outside the box thinkers. I'm fascinated by the, uh, the salmon swimming upstream, those individuals who are willing and able to part ways with uh, conventional thinking. And I wanted to understand a little bit more about the nuance of how they were thinking and so having reflected and having now like gone back and listened to the episodes in this recent flight, I wanted to take you through some of my key takeaways, some of my key areas of growth in interacting with each of these ideas. And so one of the things, if we go back to our, our transition episode, episode 266 with John Goodman, and in that episode, really, I wanted to get insight into how John thought, because he's always struck me as someone who is an outside the box thinker. He sees different patterns than everyone else. He's not interested in what everyone else is doing. He's interested in why they're doing those things and what is working. And really what I took away from his conversation more than anything else is that you have to contextualize someone's commentary with a lens of nuance. You have to look for the nuance in what someone's doing. So when you see a coach online or you see uh, you know ads coming your way and they're like stop doing this and start doing this that frame of reference and the nuance with which they are sharing that idea the unique niche or vertical of authority in which they were successful those pieces matter and i find far too often and, and especially in speaking to members of my mastermind in the last little while i feel that there's often a mismatch between where they're investing their time or their energy or their money and the anticipated outcome on the other side or they watch someone be successful they attempt to emulate it and they're disappointed that they're not getting the same results and I I think it's really key and I think John hit on this a few times both from a a nuanced perspective and an expectation of management that you you must consider the context and frame of reference in which someone is sharing their opinion opinions and polarizing opinions are popular things to do on the internet Telling people exactly what they want to hear is an effective way of marketing, but it's your job as the consumer to then have a, a lens and understanding around uh, the context of experience that that person is bringing to the table. And I really heard that in John talking through uh, his life experience and the growth of his business. I remember at one point in that interview, he talked about the fact you know that he could have made the decision to build a hundred million dollar company, but he also acknowledged he's like I didn't want to work that way. I didn't want the sacrifices that it was going to take. I I didn't want I didn't want what it was going to, what it was going to mean for me to have that kind of company. And I think that honesty in conversation is something that we're frequently missing from entrepreneurial conversations and and dialogues in general. And I talk about this in the context of how I like to build businesses and drive initiatives in that I ask myself before I build something, what has to be true? In order for this to be successful, and and often when I say what has to be true, what I mean is I need to literally answer the questions. I I don't want to have to work before nine thirty in the morning. I want to be pulling in hundred thousand dollars a year within eighteen months of launch. I want it to provide blah 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 blah. I outline my musts before I go and design or launch the business or the initiative. And if business or initiative, I don't see a clear way to be able to create an alignment. I, I scrap it. I heard that in what John said, and it was, it was validating uh, for me, but I, I think for some people too, we just need to acknowledge and manage our expectations around the outcome that we're looking for, and frankly, the amount of work or the potential sacrifice or the things we might have to give up in order to uh, get there. I also just really appreciated his conversation around the difference between trends and fads how we really decipher the difference and the importance of understanding each. So it was an awesome episode. I thoroughly enjoyed my time with uh, John Goodman, and I always do. You know, following that interview, we moved into a conversation on a totally different uh, different plane. So Dr. Anna Cabeca, uh joined me. She is just on the brink right now of launching her new book, Menu Pause. And funny story about this, I was just in Italy and was in this beautiful villa in the middle of Tuscany. And there was, uh, let's just say like eight different sets of guests staying at this, at this little villa. On the Friday night, they do this family dinner and they call it a family dinner. None of us had met one another. They do cocktails and they have this long table and everybody who's staying there gets to have dinner together. And it was so much fun just to socialize with all people we didn't know. And I was standing at the edge of this counter overlooking the Tuscan countryside, like picturing in my mind, the Roman carts and the people moving over that countryside hundreds, thousands of years ago. And as I was sitting there looking, there's this gentleman and, and he and I were having a conversation and he and his girlfriend were there from Zurich and, and we got into the, what do you do? And he said, I'm a YouTuber. And I just, I smiled because I was like, this is amazing. Like we're looking over this ancient land that has seen so many evolutions of professions. And he said, what do you do? And I have a lot of different answers I could use, but in that moment, because it was just so perfect to what I was thinking, I was like, I'm a podcaster. And we had these two professions and these these two things that we do to contribute uh, to the world that, you know, I think even when I was born, neither of these existed as well definitely let's be honest when I was born neither of these even existed as professions as things that we could do and and leverage to contribute to the world so um, this does have something to do with Dr. Anika Becca I promise because he said to me he's like cool I'm gonna listen to your podcast and I was like great I'm gonna watch you on YouTube his handle is channels called cars with Luke and it's amazing by the way he came in the next day he's like I listened to your podcast and I said oh that's great he's like yeah we played it while driving through Tuscany I said oh well that was very kind of you he's like yeah, it was it was with Dr. Anna Kabeca all about menopause and hormones. And I like could not stop laughing because I can't really think of an episode more off brand for where uh, Luke was at uh, in his life. But it was so awesome that he listened to it. And um, we've had subsequent conversations, but it was it was a very funny place for him to start. But, you know, my my conversation with Anna and in her new book called Menopause, there was an overwhelming theme that came out of it. And it repeated in this outside the box thinking series. And that is simply the idea of pausing. It is simply the idea of letting go. And I've been asking people a fair bit lately, this idea of what are you willing to give up in order to achieve uh, the results you are looking for? We're often in in a place where we go, what am I willing to Like, what, like, how hard am I going to work in order to get to my results? But we don't often stop and go, what are the things I'm willing to just give up, let go of, hit pause on, you know, resign from the volunteer board, as it were, to create space Space. for moving forward in a new, in a new light and through a new lens. And so that was really a sentiment that I took away from, uh, from Dr. Anna's interview is that Sometimes for us to move forward, we actually have to hit pause on various areas of our lives. Our lives are not necessarily meant to be a backpack or a fishnet where we collect all of these things as we go. It's, it's okay to relinquish things momentarily or for extended periods of time. And in fact, great health can come from that. It's the premise of, of Anna's book, not quite so esoterically as that, but that really was the message uh, that I needed and I wanted uh, to hear at that time. And then we transitioned to the amazing Katie Prince and Katie's whole thing is squirm free sales, which I love and adore. And she, she's spoken and had a chance to speak to my audience before and they love and adore her because that's exactly how they feel about selling that it is the most squirm infusing activity uh, they could possibly uh, come up with. And that's the beautiful thing about Katie is that uh, she recognizes that and she's got this tremendous process around it. But the the big message that I took from uh, the interview with Katie is that you don't have to fit in. And she talked about how when she was in Toronto, actually, she lives in, in the UK now, but when she was in Toronto, she kind of looked around as an entrepreneur and went, I don't fit in here. Like, if you weren't all pink, all the time boss babe, or had a button down collar with loafers, like there was two versions of an entrepreneur uh, in the city and two versions of how entrepreneurs gathered in the city. And if you weren't in one of those two cohorts, you were kind of out of luck. And I love that she said, you know, I had to create something new. I needed to create language and safety and security and a, and a space where, where non-convention felt welcome and heard. And so she has incredible things to say around uh, the power of language, around boundaries, around having confidence uh, in your offer. And she also shared how she recently quit social media, like in a day and a- age where building your personal brand. And John got into this a lot, building your personal brand and being present and being consistent in social media. She went, it's actually not for me. It is incongruent with how I want to uh, feel. And so I'm going to lean into how I want to build my business and build my life without it. She truly had one of those, what has to be true in my business? What else do I have to build for me to be able to relinquish social media? And so she takes us through that story and I absolutely loved it. But the overarching theme of that entire conversation is you don't have to fit in. And I just thought it was such a liberating uh, message. And it's something that I've been resonating on and resonating with um, since she and I had the opportunity to speak. And then we transitioned from, from Katie to Reef Kareem. And Reef just has this amazing uh, this amazing energy and storytelling capacity. And I kept... I don't think we ended up naming this. I couldn't even tell you what we actually ended up naming this interview. But what I wanted to name this interview was how to tell your parents you're leaving medicine to become a magician. Because that was the energy of this conversation, and that remains the energy of that conversation to me. And the overwhelming sentiment that I really uh, I really took from that interview, where Reef does talk about how he was, you know, triple board certified clinical psychiatrist with this incredible Beverly Hills practice to doing you know, side hustling on TV to being like, I'm fully leaning into the entertainment and the creativity and the dance and like the true essence of who I am, is that at the end of the day, You know, I I think all of us have struggled to some extent, and I asked him this, Um, we have to do things for ourselves. And we have to come to a place where we harness the courage to share with people who have expectations for us that we are going to make different decisions. We are going to make decisions that are not necessarily in alignment with their expectation because ultimately it gets to be our life and it gets to be our choice. And wow. we really compassionately shared how he moved through that message. And he gave this framework for how you can actually start to lean into your own creative state, build your own path, build your own chart, create your own new offer. And I love that he provided an alternative to people and for people who are maybe stuck where they currently are and did it in this really beautiful, honest way. And I think when it comes to outside the box thinking, part of it is outside the box action. Part of outside-the-box action is actually being willing and able to take tremendously courageous action. And that's what Reef did and built something amazing on the other side. And he goes deep into that story. But you have to do it for you was the overwhelming takeaway that I took from that conversation. And then as recently as last week, having an opportunity to dialogue with Uh, with Robbie Bent. And Robbie has built something truly amazing with Othership. Othership is an app and Othership is a physical location where you literally gather in community to do ice baths and saunas and breathing workshops. And he wanted to create an alternative experience to having to go to a bar on a Saturday night and having to use alcohol and escapism to connect with other people. He was like, what if we could create an opportunity for people to actually grow and evolve and be healthy together. And that interview with Robbie came right on the heels of my um, my trip to Italy with my mom, where we visited all these amazing Roman ruins. And uh, what was so fascinating to me was the prominence that the baths and the hot and cold and health was held for the Roman people. And so, it was really amazing, actually, to see The resurrection of this importance in the creation of othership and in the creation of Robbie's initiatives, and understanding and and simultaneously within the span of two or three days, also seeing how it, it held such a historical place of reverence in a very advanced culturally and scientifically society. So that was super cool. And that wasn't even the key thing I took away from that conversation. The key thing that I took away from that conversation with Robbie, notwithstanding his awesome idea is that for things to be effective in your life, for you to actually reap the rewards of transformation, you have to commit. You have to make a commitment somewhere along the way. He talked about the fact that the most pivotal moments in his, his healing and his own story, he talks about his the evolution of his mental health and and his his history with addiction – um, was not like these one-off experiences. It was immersive experiences. It was like the immersive experiences moved him so far forward that he had wiggle room on the other side. And the intention behind what he created as a business was to create uh, a space where people could go, so they had a fallback on the backside of those immersive experiences. So they had a way to maintain their momentum to come back to what we talked about uh, earlier in this uh, in this podcast. And this idea of commitment is, again, something I've been speaking about with my uh, with my students, and it's something I've been focusing on with respect to myself, but it is consistency that builds the canyon. And I have been hearing a lot lately in conversations that I have, again, this mismatch in expectation. I did something two or three times and didn't see the outcome, so I didn't stick with it. We know... As practitioners, that you can't do something once or twice and expect massive transformation. We know that in learning a new skill or a new sport, or in even the plasticity of the brain, you can't try a math equation one or two times and suddenly you're an expert in that, in that arena. It takes a sincere commitment. And Robbie was talking about it in the context of uh, meditation. And, and he, he shared, you know, if we thought, if we at least drew an analogy to learning to meditate, like learning to play the guitar, you can't try one or two times playing the guitar and then be disappointed that you can't, you know, you can't lead the campfire. And meditation is the same. Meditation is the same way. And I really believe that life is the same way. And if you're really looking for, if you're looking for results in a particular area of your uh, your life, you have to simultaneously be willing to commit and acknowledge the level of commitment that you have been uh, exerting and contributing towards. Having that honest conversation with yourself can actually alleviate a significant amount of disappointment. So I totally appreciated and resonated with that as a core message in what it shared. And you know, all of this, if I look at At these individuals, these five, six individuals that I had the opportunity to speak to within this uh, series, one of the, the unifying messages that I really felt and saw was this idea that extraordinary results emanate from extraordinary choices. Early in my career, I was thinking about and contributing a lot towards working hard and I was willing to sacrifice and I i will I will commend my own work ethic. Lazy is not something that I am, but it has become apparent to me as I move forward in my career, as I attempt to be more efficient in what I do, that success and being able to do something extraordinary has less to do with that uh, work ethic and more to do with With my willingness to remain calm, but make courageous decisions and move in the direction of extraordinary choices. It's not what I need to do, it's who can help me uh, get there, but also having the courage to ask for that assistance. So, in each of these individual stories, we heard them speak to this idea of extraordinary choices that they had to make, and then they committed to those. And it has made all the difference. Those are my thoughts. Those are the unifying pieces. I loved the opportunity to step away and to come back to it. I loved what uh, each of them had to share uh, as tools towards our greater capacity for impact. And now we are on the brink of being able to start to move forward, move forward into a new way of thinking, a new slate of guests. And what I asked this group. I said, the unifying theme that I want to look at moving forward, and I'm looking at the names and the incredible people who you're about to have the opportunity to meet. We're looking at a variety of careers and a variety of themes, everything from brain health to nutrition, to NFTs and cryptos to intermittent fasting. But the unifying piece that I said I wanted to speak to each of these individuals about was their own personal and well, their own personal for sure, and then also within their arena of influence. I wanted them to be able to speak to this notion of reinvention over the last two years. So we're going to attempt to pull those variety of topics into this unifying theme. It will be kicking off next week. Like always, I am Dr. Megan Walker. This is Impact, and I will see you again next Tuesday. Impact is what lives on when we leave the room, tuck them in, or step off stage. It is less about what you do, more about how you make them feel and everything about how you choose to show up in the world. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this episode. I am your host, Megan Walker. Until next week, aim for impact.